0: it was yeah. nice meeting y'all too i got some new friends
1: <laughs> <laughs> you could send each other gifs about vampires
2: <laughs> <laughs> you gotta watch the show it's a really good show yeah
1: Hi everyone, welcome to another episode of Abstract, the podcast of the Metropolitan Educational Research Consortium in the School of Education at Virginia Commonwealth University, where we explore issues and ideas in public PK-12 education. Today's episode is part one of a two-part series where we are speaking to members of the Class of 2020 from throughout Metropolitan Richmond about what it was like to graduate during COVID-19. With me today are Diamond Patterson from Petersburg High School and Petersburg City Public Schools, Ray Pleasance from Powhatan High School and Powhatan County Public Schools, and Clinique Sandiford from Huguenot High School and Richmond Public Schools. Um, I'm also excited to have my colleague, Jose Alcane, as a guest host on this episode. Uh, Jose is the Director of Research Services for the VCU School of Education and the parent of a graduating senior from the class of 2020. My name is David Knaff. I'm the Assistant Director of Research and Evaluation for Merck and the host of this podcast. Thank you all for joining me today. Diamond, let's start with you. Share about how the pandemic has impacted your senior year.
2: So at Petersburg High School, I was a part of a middle college program where I had did two years of college through Richard Bland. So I got my associate's degree, Mm. but I would say it impacted me most since I wasn't able to have that graduation. We had an online Mm -hmm. graduation. It didn't give me the same effect as being there in person. So I was kind of sad about that as well as not being able to have a prom or being able to do, you know, the last senior activities with my class. So I would say that impacted me a lot with those type of things. And with online learning, I would say I transitioned pretty like good because I had already, I was already taking like two online classes. So my teachers or other professors, they have made it a smoother transition for like the rest of the way.
1: Was it tough to stay motivated at all?
2: It was because I was at home doing most of the work but I had to just remember like what I was doing it for and trying to like keep a positive attitude it was hard to keep a positive attitude because it just felt like you know since I'm not having a graduation it just I'm not really getting like you know the same sentimental effect with everything but I got everything done like I was supposed to and it's still a good feeling but I wish I could have had the graduation
1: though right Monique, how about you?
2: Well, the pandemic, it
0: really made it hard for me to, like, enjoy the rest of my senior year, like, having to go to prom or, like, to actually graduate with all of my family and friends there. But academically, it wasn't that hard because I was pretty much done with everything besides my AP test. Hmm. So I really had to just study for those and make sure, like, I passed
1: those. Yeah, what was it like to have to take AP tests online?
0: It was really hard, actually, because usually you had to write on the test, but now you had to, like, type in everything, but they did give you options, but you had to type everything, so it was kind of like, wow, it's very much different from what they was teaching us to actually do on a test, so it was really hard to, like, do it at home.
1: Right. And the, the tests were shortened this year, right? Weren't they like 45 minutes?
0: Yes, it was 45 minutes, but it was like I needed more time because it was so much that I wanted to say on the test.
1: Right. yeah. AP tests are usually like three hours. Yes. You You mentioned not getting to have prom. What was that like when you kind of realized that prom wasn't going to happen this year?
0: I was like, wow, really? Like, (laughs) that's when it hit me. Like, everything is, like, really getting serious. I can't experience prom like past students.
1: Yeah. Well, hopefully you'll get to have a makeup prom um, once all this is... Yes, (laughs) hopefully. Once life gets back to normal. (laughs) Ray, how about you? How was your senior year impacted?
3: I would have to say it was impacted most through the fact that we kind of lost all our, like, last everything. Like, for me, it was... Because I was in show choir and theater and our last like Mm -hmm. performance ever on that high school stage in both things was like taken from us. Mm -hmm. And that was like a really big impact to most of us. And also like not having prom was a real hitter. It kind of made it like reality really sank in the day they said like school was like done, like in school was done.
1: Right. What was the uh, show choir show?
3: We compete and we have our competition season during february and march and then we have like a rest period and then we perform last for our spring concert and that's like the senior concert like the spring concert we have like all these plans for it and like the past three years i've seen all the seniors like at that concert like everyone cries you have their moment and like the fact that we had been waiting for that moment and we just never got it really just hit us
1: what kind of things do they typically do for seniors at Palatan?
3: Well, we have, like, senior privileges on Fridays. Seniors get up five minutes early. And then we we have our own microwave because during lunch, the <laughs> microwaves can get, like, clogged up and everything. Just a bunch of, like, mini stuff.
4: Absolutely. And, and Ray, with, with the uh, show choir events having to be, you know, either postpone or canceled. Did you try, did the school try to move some of those to the online space or? For show choir,
3: you can't really transition that because it's singing and dancing. And then it's mm. just like, it doesn't. It doesn't translate. Transition well. But for theater, our cast, we were doing Clue for this spring play mm. and we got together and we read over our lines the day the show was supposed to open and like acted out the whole mm. thing over Zoom and recorded it.
4: Oh, wow. And I just wanted to bring up how we have all been just inundated with information about COVID, you know, since mid-March. Social media, the news, it just feels a little overwhelming. So um, starting with you, Ray, how have you all handled this overload of information about COVID, and especially during your senior year?
3: You see it everywhere. Like, every time, like, you go and, like, see your phone, you would just see, like, COVID, COVID-19. Yeah, like, right. you'd see it everywhere. And you couldn't help but, like, learn more about it because this is something that hasn't really happened in, like, a long time. And we don't, like, know too much about it. So you have to, like, keep up with it. And I think that's what I – I kept up with it just to, like, keep myself informed on what was happening and everything.
0: Well, I'm actually still processing it. Like, I'm still in shock that this is just – happening right but um yeah i'm still like watching the news just making sure that i don't have to do anything more or anything less just to be on like the safe side and everything but i'm just shocked that it cut my senior year short
4: diamond how about you
2: i've been really trying just like how ray said he just been keeping up with it i've been really trying to keep up with it trying to get like a better understanding of it because as information come out, you know, you have the media saying one thing, then they saying another thing. So it does get overwhelming because it's like you truly don't know what's going on unless you're like within the health community or within the government or something to actually know everything that's going on. But I just been really trying to keep up with it so I know what to do about school as well as with working, trying to keep myself safe while I'm working. Cause I remember when everything had first started, I did take two weeks off, like the mm-hmm. little two week quarantine thing. And I think that did help with me to take some time to myself and to really think about everything that's going on, especially since my senior year had got canceled. So that did take me some
1: time to like,
2: you know, come with realization.
1: Well, the information changes every day. I remember when we were trying to transition at VCU to online learning. I mean, I think I sent three announcements to my students in the course of four days about like, (laughs) here's what we're going to be doing moving forward because you just don't know. And it's kind of what Ray and Clinique were talking about with the news. It's like, you have all this information coming in and it's so overwhelming and it's changing all the time. So you have to pay attention to it, but it's also like we kind of have to keep it at arm's length so we don't get overwhelmed by it because it's such a stressful thing to be living during this time. And I think we're all feeling pretty stressed. what what kinds of things have you done to sort of take care of yourself to kind of reduce that stress to make life feel somewhat normal during these times?
0: Well, usually like before like the pandemic, I made sure that I was still active and making sure that I was doing things hands on and everything. So, to make sure, like, nothing changed, I just start learning new things. Like, mm. we talked about earlier, I still was, like, doing, like, videos, trying to learn how to do, like, nails and makeup and just, like, give myself some of that self-love and, like, try to, like, know more about me and understand me a bit more.
2: Um, The same as Glenique said, like, just trying to find different ways on how to improve myself. Like, I had just recently said that I wanted to buy a sewing machine So I could go thrifting and like turn the clothes into different projects and things like that. And making like mirrors into like flower mirrors and flower walls. Like I've been trying to get real creative with myself because I like those little type of projects or DIYs. That's what they call it. Because I've been watching mm-hmm. a lot of YouTube DIYs on how to do different things. And it comes in handy. It gets your mind off of things. And I actually have bought an oil diffuser. So like every Sunday, I try to like do like a little meditation with my favorite music and stuff like that, and turn the oil diffuser on. And it relieves a lot of stress. I really like it. Everyone should get an oil diffuser.
1: (laughs) (laughs) everyone should meditate too i've heard that's a great way to reduce stress
2: yes yes it really is i learned that in my um it was a like a class like a student experience class and we took like a stress test Mm. and Mm. she wanted us to pick out different ways on how to relieve stress so i had chose meditation and it really works if you i know it's different ways on how to do it but when i had searched it up so um i had chose the way of picking like your favorite calming sounds or favorite like you know slow music or something and you know you light up some candles a little bit and turn the oil diffuser on and like you focus your thoughts on something positive or on one thing
1: i might need a tutorial i could definitely use some of that <laughs> uh ray how about you
3: well to like relieve stress i would have to say i've caught up on so many netflix shows That's my first thing <laughs> like yeah. i watched <laughs> eight seasons of the vampire diaries in like three weeks so, like,
2: i love the vampire diaries i'm so sorry i love
3: it so <laughs> to keep myself like that was like to like stress or leave, but i mean that gave me stress too that plot line and everything but <laughs> <laughs> seriously the, <laughs> Um, to keep myself, like, on task, especially for, like, next year, I still work on, like, singing and, like, music to, like, still make sure, like, I don't lose any of my, like, music theory or, like, the technique that I've learned over the past few years when I go into ODU. So I've been, like, looking at, like, videos online, and I've also texted my, like, director and, like, we talk, and he helps me make sure I'm still
4: good.
1: So kind of a balance of relaxation and being productive at the same
4: time yes sir. that's a good way to kind of relieve the uh you know have a coping mechanism relieve stress binge watch
2: <laughs> yes yeah but you're gonna take a little bit of breaks because like the information that you get in some episodes it'd be too overwhelming you you just gotta take a break, <laughs> yeah, and, break that's and come back yeah.
4: so in in doing and using some of those strategies for for coping and self-care. How have you worked your relationships with your classmates or teachers? How have they have been impacted through this time?
2: So in the beginning, you know, since everyone was, um, you know, a little hesitant on, you know, meeting with each other and things like that, I didn't see my friends for probably like a good two weeks, maybe going on a month or so. But once we got a little bit more comfortable with everything that's going on around us and knowing that, We really haven't been anywhere. We started to ease our way more into like hanging out with each other. So like it started off as like, you know, FaceTiming and maybe asking each other, have you seen this on Netflix yet? No, but have you seen this? Hey, I have finished this and, you know, things like that. I have like five other like close friends. So we had started hanging out again. So that was good. And I did keep in touch with my teachers and my counselors, well, especially my counselor, just helping me with, making sure all my college things are turned in on time and giving me a better understanding because since school had ended, um, a lot of things had got pushed back. So her just helping me with scholarships and my financial aid and knowing what to expect and things like that, she was really awesome with keeping in touch with me to make sure I had everything I needed.
4: That's great. That's great. How about you, Ray? How have you uh, kept up with your relationships? Well, for
3: my like, my friends, we, when it was starting and we weren't really going out, it just made, like, us Snapchatting each other and, like, talking to, texting each other, like, happen more and more and more because we were at home all day and we, like, still wanted to know what each other <laughs> was doing. So, like, it kind of brought us closer, but without the physical aspect, I guess, like, just over text. And then for my teachers, I love every single teacher at in High School because, like, they're there for you. They All the teachers there have been there for every kid inside in the school and out of the school. Like there are so many teachers that have done so many things for everyone outside of school and we all love them. And like throughout this, they've checked in on us more than just like seeing that we did our work, seeing that they check in, that's how we are, how our families are. Are we staying healthy? Like our teachers, like they're like <laughs> really great people.
4: That's great. That that's inspiring. How about you, Glenique?
0: Well, I'm still staying in contact with all of my friends. It actually, our bond actually, like, grew, like, really tighter and everything since we had more time to, like, communicate outside of um, school. So we'll still, like, send each other, like, funny memes and gifs and everything. Yes. And for my teachers and everyone, they actually have been, like, still been checking on me and making sure that I'm good and making sure that I don't need anything during this difficult time. And my advisors, they, my college advisors, they like really make sure that I'm staying on track with everything so I'm all set to go to college and still have that somewhat smooth transition from high school to college. So it's been good with our relationship, just trying to make sure everybody's okay and everything.
1: So I, I want to get one thing straight though. Is it GIF or GIF?
0: Oh my gosh, is it JIF? I
1: thought
2: I, it was GIF. I've
4: heard it both ways. I've heard I heard it both. Yeah.
2: Yeah. I said GIFs. Yeah,
4: there. I say GIF. I what? think most.
2: Yeah, I said GIF. I don't even, know what I, I don't all all even right. know what I
0: said the first time. <laughs> said
1: GIF. Isn't it graphic interchange format? So it, I would figure. Like, Ooh,
4: oh, oh just, yeah.
0: yeah. Ooh. okay. <laughs> <laughs>
4: yeah. Right. I, I put it both GIF and GIF. So. All right.
0: Okay, well, you learn something new every day. <laughs> we
4: talked about vampire
1: diaries and how to pronounce. <laughs> and so yep, for um. and still use Snapchat. That's, that's still a thing. People are still into Snapchat. Oh, yeah, That
2: was my bad. That the so Instagram got the videos, though. But. Oh,
4: okay. I thought it was TikTok now. Oh, okay. I've done a lot of TikTok <laughs> dances.
0: <laughs> TikTok is it's the
4: thing. getting
0: big. Yeah. Yes, it's getting big.
1: I keep thinking about, so uh, it's been obviously really hard for us to have to be physically distanced or socially distanced during this time. But I also think about like right now we're at a, a really unique time where we could still say really connected. Like I think about if this happened when I was in high school, cell phones were starting to get kind of big. And I remember texts were 10 cents a text. Right, and there was no video chatting or anything like that. So it'd have been it would have been pretty tough, I think, to try to stay connected with people. But now it's like it's there's so many different platforms. We started um, uh, earlier today talking about where everybody's going to college this fall. Everybody's got plans. Some people have decided where they're going, and then some people are still weighing a couple of options. I know we're really curious about this, just at the college level, about like, how students are making decisions about. The fall of 2020 if you're just coming into college. Ray, what are your plans for this fall and have they been impacted at all by what we're experiencing right now with COVID?
3: Like I talked about earlier, I'm going to ODU for music education and I want to add in a music performance minor hopefully. For as far as I know, ODU says that they want a fall opening and I think, I'm pretty sure we're going back on campus, but it might be like online as well. But I guess we'll just have to see more, like see how this thing goes through the summer for them to make a like decision if they're going to like reopen fully or whatever.
1: Was there ever a moment where you were wondering about what you were going to be doing this fall?
3: Oh, yes. Because hmm. <laughs> because I got into ODU's music program, but I also got into Shenandoah University and I was so torn apart because Shenandoah was like one of the top schools for music education. But I had heard so many good things about ODU's music program too. And I was just torn. And when I went to the campuses, ODU just felt more like like a home to me. When I was at I didn't know how to explain it, but it just felt more right for me personally.
1: Mm-hmm. But yeah, and the, the decision was between two colleges. It wasn't like should I be going into college this year if things are gonna potentially be different
3: no i th- I was gonna stick with
1: college, no matter the <laughs> situation, yeah, Glenique, how about you? What about your plans for the fall?
0: Well, my plans for the fall is to attend James Madison University right. with the major in biology on a pre med track And my school. They are anticipating in starting school in the August, but you know they might just do it online as well, so I'm just waiting for that call.
1: Is that going to impact your decision at all, if it's going to be online or in person?
0: Probably not, because I love JMU. So no matter what, I'm going to still go to JMU and still attend college. Mm. So no, it's not really going to change.
1: Yeah. Diamond, how about you?
2: I'm still deciding between VCU and a and t was my first choice. That's my dream school. And I want to go there. It's just with everything going on, I don't want to pay out-of-state tuition if we end up being at home. I got a couple scholarships, but, you know, the tuition is pretty high to be out-of-state. So what I've really been thinking about is just um, sticking to VCU so I can be at home. Well, not at home home, but, you know, close to home. And I can pay an in-state tuition until things blow over a little bit more and regardless of whichever choice i make i know both programs for my studies is phenomenal because i'm going for pre-nursing with a pre-med track so i know if i did choose to go to vcu i'm still getting top-notch education especially since the hospital is right there for my major
1: yeah with your friends i mean for everybody your friends that are making plans for college this fall have you heard anybody that's been kind of reconsidering what they're planning on doing for the fall or considering a gap year or anything like that? Um
2: not really. They still stick into what they want to do, which is going to school. Mm-hmm. I know my roommate that I was supposed to have for auntie she's kind of thinking about reconsidering her decision. Two, we're going out of state the same as I am and maybe paying an in-state tuition for right now. So we're just thinking, like, if we're not going to have the whole college experience, we might want to stick, like, a little bit closer to home for right now.
1: Right. Ray, Galenique, what have you heard from some of your friends?
0: Well, my friends are still going to go to college, so they really didn't change their plans as much either. So they're just looking forward to having that college experience, whether it be online or in person
3: same goes for my friends as well they are all sticking with what they originally
1: had that's really encouraging
4: no no i was going to say it is really encouraging and and it's inspiring and it it also um it's exciting to hear y'all talk about how in a way you, you you're already looking to the future and and i know the way that all of you are talking about the fall you know it just shows the resiliency that you that this class has, the class of 2020, and how kind of special the experience has been. So can you all share with us how your different graduation experiences have been during COVID? I know schools have done a lot of different things to try to make up for the situation we're in. Glenique, why don't we start with you and, and share with us what graduating from your school has been during COVID?
0: Well, actually, I haven't graduated yet oh, okay. okay. Yeah, I'm still waiting, but June 25th, I'm waiting for you. That's the day, (laughs) yes, (laughs) that's the day we actually graduate. So once that happens, I know that I'm going to be like, it's not like the best closure, but it's still closure from going, from, yeah, from being in high school for four years and then going off to make new experiences and just like starting basically like a new life in a way. So I'm just, I'm still waiting.
4: And are you going to walk through a stage setup or how's that going to, what has your school told you that your June graduation will look like?
0: So they told us, I don't know if it's going to be like a stage like thing, but we're going to be like graduating on the football field at our school and we can have, yeah, we can have three people with us, three family members with us. So luckily, well, four in total. So luckily, my family is four. We're a family of four. So I'm all good. You're all set. Yes, I'm all set.
2: And I'm so ready. ready.
4: (laughs) How how about you, Diamond?
2: Ms. Glenique. my graduation hasn't came yet. Mine's actually got pushed up to July 11th instead of August 8th. Hmm. Um, What they're planning to do is, at first it was going to be on the football field, but now they changed it to where we're going to do like a little memory walk throughout the school um starting from the gym all the way leading to the auditorium and then we have our five family members with us so it's going to be the five family members plus myself and we're going to be walking through the school up until the auditorium and then that's when I will go up for my diploma once I reach the auditorium but I don't know how like um valedictorian and salutatorian speeches are gonna go because i am valedictorian for my school
4: congratulations that's great oh, thank
2: yay. you y'all.
4: So good. Much.
2: thank y'all i do know i still have to make a speech i just don't know how <laughs> they're gonna do it i think they're gonna do like videos and in each session of the graduations they're gonna play it but i'm not really sure i just know it gotta be three minutes long though
4: you need to let us know how that goes Sounds I Sounds really um,
2: the video if we do do videos
4: Thank
2: yeah, you. Yeah, I want to that speech. Okay. Have you
4: worked on it or you, you still haven't, start, you haven't started to work on it?
2: I'm still working. Like, I haven't started. I'm trying to really think about what I want to say because I always said if I did get valedictorian, I didn't want to make it too cheesy and I didn't want to make it too long because I don't really like cheesy speeches. Like, you know, when people know that you're just saying it just to say it, I want them to know that it's really coming from my heart. So, yeah, that's one reason why I've really been so held back on writing it, because I don't want it to come out too cheesy.
4: Well, please do share, because I know it's going to be fantastic. So, that... yeah. How about you, Ray? Has your school done a couple of activities, or is it upcoming, kind of like Glenique and Diamond?
3: Well, yes. So June 6th, the day we are supposed to graduate, our school set up a, like, parade lap around – Because our school is right next to the elementary school. And we would start with the elementary school, go through, and then come through and lap around our school. And we would get, like, gift bags and, like, a bunch of different stuff. And then at the end, we got to take, like, pictures and got all our awards. And we had to, like, decorate our cars and do everything. And that was, like, our senior celebration. But they pushed our actual graduation with diplomas to July 25th. And we are supposed to have a... Like walk on stage type thing, but it's like ten people at a time, and we're really trying to convince our senior sponsor to do the football field idea because that is our favorite idea, and we really like that one.
4: So until the the uh, the diploma ceremonies happen, do you feel like a high school graduate, or you're you're waiting for that? It's like
3: weird, like you're in like a weird like you're graduated, but you don't have. The diploma they like like i feel like i'm done with it but right at the same time i feel like there's more and more stuff coming but i just don't know when it's
4: like a weird balance well congratulations to you all I know you, you've done fantastic through all of this
1: there's so many um uh, I, I have a couple of thoughts one um diamond being the valedictorian i think that that it's so cool that you're valedictorian this year because there's been I mean, countless valedictorians, but there's only so many during the class of 2020. So Absolutely. you to have like a unique voice in the way that you're sharing it. So like, I can't wait for that speech. Um, and the other thing with these sort of alternative graduation ceremonies that schools have been doing, I'm wondering if maybe moving forward, we rethink what graduation looks like because these have been so special and tailored to each school and unique and interesting
4: and inspiring um, yeah.
1: and inspiring and meaningful and like i i mean i was formerly a, an educator in a high school and getting to have that much interaction with students at graduation you didn't typically get to do and so it just seems like something that would be really special because we've graduated the same way for centuries right where you just have people sitting in an audience and then they walk up on stage so maybe we'll do things differently moving forward And I mean, speaking of that, you know, things are things are going to be different moving forward. And I'm wondering, just as you move on to your next stage in life after high school graduation, how do you think you're going to reflect on your experiences this year? And how do you think that the graduating class of 2020 is going to be different than any other graduating class? Ray, what do you think?
3: I think as I move on, honestly, I'm going to. I'm gonna even though I hated it the moment they said school was closed, I'm gonna cherish every moment that I've had in the school and every moment I've had since then. So much more like this already seems like the best like, I thought it was gonna be the worst summer I had, but it already seemed like one of the best ones that I've had in a long like ever. It mm-hmm. seems like a really good one. And I'm going to I don't know how to describe it, like I guess cherish. I already said cherish, but cherish like everything that i have like every moment that i'm in i'm gonna like hold on to it because as this year has shown like we can't like prepare or expect just everything to be there for us in the future we have to be able to like go with the flow go with the all the obstacles that we have and for the class of 2020 i feel like we like just the people all the people i know are some of the most talented people i've ever met some of the Mm -hmm. kindest people i've ever met Mm -hmm. and i honestly think that many of the people I met have the ability to change the world. And I think that's what we can do.
1: Absolutely. That's great. Diamond, what do you think?
2: I feel like, like as Ray said, I would cherish my high school years more, especially since I was involved with sports. So I didn't get those last like pup rallies and like my last banquet for cheerleading and things like that. So me just, remembering those high school moments and those last football games and basketball games and those last moments with your friends and just having fun and things like that in school and going to those school events. I'm going to cherish that more and I'm going to reflect on it more throughout my years as I move on. And I feel like because the class of 2020 had to go through this pandemic and learning how to rearrange our schedules because of it, we're going to come out as stronger people because we had to experience a part of life earlier than expected. Like we had to kind of move into the real world a little bit earlier than expected. So I think we're going to come out as stronger people.
1: Yeah. it's a good way to put it. glennique bring yeah. us home.
0: Well, I think cherish is the key word of the day because mm-hmm. I will actually cherish everything that I have been through during this pandemic. And it made me realize like, wow, looking back, we actually like, we still graduated, even though we didn't really graduate yet. But it's like, wow, we actually made it through. We still was motivated to actually get to the next stage, which is college and everything. But the class of 2020, I know they're going to have like a whole bunch of different hobbies and hustles on the side from learning new skills and everything. (laughs) So that's (laughs) something really different. Mm-hmm. So they can have like yeah some kind of hustles.
4: It certainly shows the resiliency of you know yeah. of, of of getting through unexpected change. Absolutely.
1: And just from the outside looking in, it seems like the class of twenty twenty has handled this with such strength and grace. And um I think that we're gonna be talking about the accomplishments of your graduating class for a long time to come. And we are going to need to leave that there for now. But if you would like to stay up to date with research, resources, and profiles of best practices in the time of COVID, you could check out the Merck website at merck.soe.vcu.edu slash projects. That's M-E-R-C dot slash projects. Um, Our goal is to make our website a clearinghouse of relevant information as we navigate our new reality together, and your contributions are critical to that effort, so please share your recommendations for resources that you have found helpful, as well as educators who you know are innovating in the time of COVID. You can also listen to other episodes of Abstract on SoundCloud, Apple Podcasts, Stitcher, and Spotify. Subscribe on any of these platforms to stay connected with our ongoing conversations. Thanks as always to the VCU School of Education for supporting the work we do at Merck and to all of our member school divisions Chesterfield, Goochland, Hanover, Henrico, Petersburg, Powhatan, and Richmond Public Schools. My thanks to Diamond Patterson, Ray Pleasance, Clinique Sandiford, and Jose Alcane for joining me today to talk about the unique experiences of the graduating class of 2020. Be sure to listen to part two of this series where we speak to graduates from Henrico, Chesterfield, and Hanover County Public Schools. Finally, thanks to you at home for listening. We hope that you and all who are important to you are aware. This has been another episode of Abstract, the podcast of the Metropolitan Educational Research Consortium at Virginia Commonwealth University, where we explore issues and ideas in public PK-12 education. Let's talk again soon. Can you give us a quick synopsis about what The Vampire Diaries is about?
3: Okay, 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 okay. Yes. Um, <laughs> so there's this girl Elena. Mm. She is in her town, which is in Virginia, which like that's nice. Oh man. And then these two brothers come into the town, and they're both vampires. And then one thinks she's re- falls in love with her because he lo- she looks like the ex that they both fought over in 1865. <laughs> And then it just kind of grows from there, and basically, just everyone gets turned into a vampire, a werewolf, like all different types. You see a bunch of different like types of things, and they come in throughout the seasons. And there's just a new villain every season, and it's pretty good. It's pretty addicting. It's
2: so good. You you have to watch it to like, cause like I know the way how he explained. You might be like, oh, this is just like a typical show, but it's not. That. Like it's just it's too so much. But he can't explain everything if you get on. Yeah, it's so it's, much it's too much. But you will yeah, love to,
0: to explain go. it. Sorry, now that you I actually saw that too. I saw that show, The Doppelganger and everything. Oh, yes, doppelganger, yes. Yes.
3: <laughs> yes, it's such a good show.
2: They thought that the girl that they were fighting over was dead, but she's not, though.
3: Yeah, she's still dead.
2: Yeah, that's whoa. the doppelganger, Is but that a
0: spoiler?
2: it's spoiled.
1: No, because well, okay. <laughs> I'm definitely gonna watch this now.